This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The decline in religious values in the Western world is obvious to anyone who is paying attention. In our own experiences, most have seen the decline in mass attendance, Catholic weddings, ordinations, first communions, first confessions, all of it, except for Catholic funerals, at least in the Novus Ordo parishes and seminaries, with the only discernible increase coming from the traditionalist orders and societies, especially among the more controversial groups. This isn't about why this happens. We know why this has happened. Modernism from the Catholic Church and even in Protestant ecclesial communions has wreaked havoc on the faithful. But this was compounded by a simultaneous assault of degeneracy and materialism from the outside of the Church. As this attack on belief goes into full swing, we can see the immediate effects. Empty parishes and the average age of mass attendance continuing to increase. But this attack on the faith has more material consequences than what I've described. In addition to the loss of souls, society loses its right-ordered freedom. How, you may ask? Let's go into that. But let's take a moment to thank my patrons for their support. This channel is kept going by the support of regular viewers like you. If you want to support the work of this channel, you can do so by following the link in the description of this video to Subscribestar or Patreon and helping out for as little as $1 each month. For that, you get access to supporter-only live streams, early access to special videos, and other perks that are in the works. In addition, you can help out this channel through traditional mail. And everyone can help out by sharing videos with others that you think are important. Thank you, and on to the news. The latest British Social Attitudes Report, or BSA, has been released as states in terms that are practically cheering, and that is religion declines in a society, rationality and tolerance increase. Rationality is not to be confused with reason in reality, for rationality is the quality of a person to think or make decisions that are, quote, sensible or logical, according to most observers, whereas reason often asks why things are and seeks their purpose. This is why faith and reason are linked together in the Catholic tradition. Faith and reason are inseparably linked in the Catholic faith and have been described as a unified means of understanding the truth by St. Thomas Aquinas. Thus, reason and rationality can work together, and frankly should. But a rationality devoid of firm moral basis becomes a mere utilitarianism, and that is the stuff of tyranny. The British Social Attitudes Report is designed to frame the decline of religion as a good thing that only bears good fruits, when as the same at the same time, as one commentator has noted, we, that we've seen the simultaneous rise of technocratic rule since the decline of religion began in the 1960s, as well as the rise of social atomization. I'm going to define briefly both of these concepts for you so you can understand what those who wish to see not only our faith, but any and all faith in anything other than the false god of scientism utterly disappear from the face of the earth. What is technocracy? It can be defined as a government or control of society by an elite cadre of experts. 
Yes, that's right. The more religion fades from the world, the more not only does bureaucratization increase, but the world becomes run more and more by those experts that speak another language from us in a technical sense. Imagine a situation where not only do our bureaucrats come from those increasingly specialized fields, but our politicians do as well. Investopedia describes a technocrat this way, quote, a technocrat is a, is a form of a technocracy is a form of government wherein decision makers are chosen for a governing office based on their technical expertise and background. A technocracy differs from a traditional democracy in that individuals elected to a leadership role are chosen through a process that emphasizes their relevant skills and proven performance, as opposed to whether or not they fit the majority interests of a population. Decisions made by technocrats are based on information derived from methodology rather than opinion. End quote. As you might imagine, that definition is friendly to the technocrat, but then again, invest the investment class is part of the technocratic class. In this scenario, the world becomes run by computer scientists, the financial elite, those who call themselves scientists but really engage in scientism, and often people who aren't even from your own country but hold multiple passports and have no real allegiance to your homeland. The technocrats certainly don't hold our values. They don't believe in the triune God. They have no allegiance to our blessed Lord. Many of them hold him and the rest of the faith and the faithful in contempt and wouldn't raise a finger to stop a real persecution from appearing, like what our brothers and sisters in Africa are experiencing at this moment. Some of them may even decide, using utilitarian logic and reasoning, that the faithful stand in the way of scientific progress and must be suppressed or even eliminated. Technocracy can be defined as the rule by the ultimate utilitarians. Thus, to the social utilitarian, the issues that we care deeply about life and protecting life and the most vulnerable are seen as obstacles to greater happiness in society. They ask themselves if total happiness can be increased by sacrificing a few lives for medical research purposes, even if those who are to be sacrificed never had a chance to live in the first place. They ask if our outlawing our position on life will make the most women and most men happy, and then make it illegal to pass out literature at the local temple of Moloch, a temple of the new approved religion that receives state funding from typically both major parties in virtually every Western country. And what is that religion? Well, it's scientism combined with the logical conclusion of, of technocracy, which is social atomization. What is social atomization? It is the increasing isolation of individual people in society as individualism is emphasized more and more. This is the direct consequence of the technocratic state. Here's a quote from an article in an online philosophy magazine that helps to illustrate this connection. Quote, Nowadays we have lost a comprehensive vision. The growing complexity of our civilization has demanded our attention to be dedicated daily to sectoral aspects of reality, such as politics, theology, economy, science, or technology. Given the currently high specialization of these disciplines, they relate to each other with extreme difficulty. This cultural fragmentation is mainly explained by two observations. First of all, supporters of distinct disciplines are persuaded that their discipline will solve global questions. As one of the reasons for this behavior, we could point out to the unjustified and extreme trust placed in science after the scientific revolution of the 16th century. Secondly, distinct disciplines are now fighting against each other for the, de for the detention of the truth. The famous dispute between evolutionists, that is scientists, and creationists, mainly theologians, on the origin of the species is a clear example. End quote. So, social atomization can be understood 
as the growing centralization of the individual and the loss of community or the loss of a shared vision. In the ideal world, virtually everyone agrees that to solve social, economic, and environmental or other complex problems, people of various backgrounds should work together. Instead, we have lost a shared vision of reality that leads to a mainstream what main, to mainstream economists saying that we only need to raise the GDP to solve social problems. That's just one example of this thinking. And the technocratic state is filled with these people, often getting elected to public office based on the idea of their expertise. It's not a new concept in politics either. Often we elect men to the U.S. presidency because of their technocratic skill in business, economics, or others. Americans have even elected engineers to fix the government, often with disastrous consequences. Social atomization isn't something that has been observed lately either. Karl Marx noted on atomization in the 19th century and pointed out something about social atomization that was true. That social atomization came with alienation, the feeling of the person not belonging, and sinking further and further into the self. He exploited it for his communist cause and blamed capitalism for this social alienation. The real problem that he failed to see wasn't capitalism, but materialism, and a socialist program would cause at least as much alienation and atomization as the capitalist cause would, as both programs lead logically to an increase in the technocratic state. Where does that leave us? The institutional church has embraced technocracy. And I don't mean the existence of priests, either. This isn't a diatribe against what the modernists dishonestly call clericalism. No, the institutional church has embraced technocracy through the partnership with governments to provide relief services with growing numbers of Catholic nonprofit organizations, as well as American bishops having publicists and other technocratic professionals on their personal staffs. The institutional church has embraced this in official encyclicals like Laudato Si, which openly calls for increased global government to enforce climate accords and dictates that come from purely technocratic organizations, even going so far as to endorse specific technocratic policy solutions to the perceived environmental crisis that the technocrats keep pushing. Later in this week, you're going to hear about something called the superforce, and this concept will make this all the more clear, and how a figure many traditional Catholics have strong feelings about warned about the superforce decades ago. Again, where does that leave us? The technocratic state alienates people and pushes them away from faith. It stands in opposition to the faith. The truly sad thing about this is that the solution to the problems caused by the technocratic state is the faith. Alienation and atomization are cured by Christ and his one true church. I and others I personally know experience this in life ourselves, having been severely atomized and severely alienated until I and those others came to know our Lord and his church. But the problem for the technocrats is this. The Catholic faith truly taught and truly expressed is the antidote to not only social atomization and alienation, but it is the solution to the technocratic state itself. The two cannot exist side by side. In the institutional church, it is the modernists who seek these solutions to complex problems, not those who hold the traditional Catholic faith. And those who benefit from this know this and choose instead to ridicule the faith and to work against it in the public sphere, and to push the apostasy we see playing out before our eyes with the goal of eliminating the faith altogether. They'll fail, of course, but it is why groups like the British National Center for Social Research pushes the BSA and celebrates its findings of an exponential decline in faith from one generation to the next. The Iona Institute article that served as a main source for this for this piece notes that among mainline Protestant groups and non-religious groups, there is an increased acceptance of eugenics. While among those still holding to the Catholic faith, there is no increase in the support of eugenics, which remains low. That is where we stand today. 
on the moral precipice. As the faith declines in the West, so do do our groundings in the most basic moral values of all. This isn't a surprise, nor should it be a surprise to anyone paying attention. We had thought eugenics had disappeared in the aftermath of the Second World War, but in reality, eugenics has come back, not with jackboots, but with lab coats and the Hollywood glitterati. That is where we stand, and that should terrify everyone. Thank you for listening and for your support. Please pray that the church shakes off this madness of embracing the sickness of the world. For Return to Tradition, I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.